no idea when Dev starts on this. Oh, me neither. Is it now? It can't be now. There's no way. Wait, it's coming up. Okay, hold on. Okay. Places. Places. The history of film. That better who even the lights go dim. James Cagney to, to Nosferatu and stunts that shock you and all the dirty studios made. From wings, wings to Top Gun, movie stars and no ones, romantic crazy fans that leave no real a ton. Hollywood is still some history in Hollywood. They chase the Oscar, but it's all a sham, just like Shaq and Kazam. All your dreams can come true. Film history, the history of film, all of it made for you. Good God, that was terrible. Hey, welcome to Film History, the, the history, history of Film. Happy 4th of July, everyone. This is the 4th of July special, or really the 6th of July. But, uh, you know, two days after the 4th, or whenever this You're is still coming. hungover, don't lie. Yeah, don't lie, come on. The 4th of July lasts, the holiday lasts until the hangover ends. Yeah, you yeah, know yeah, what yeah, I mean? yeah. So. Uh, I've heard a lot of people saying they're not going to celebrate the 4th of July this year. They're, uh, they're not really. That's reasonable. Yeah. Um, here's the thing. There's a lot of holidays I quote-unquote celebrate that I like. don't give a shit about For what sure. the actual holiday is. I'm just getting drunk with Absolutely. friends. Absolutely. Yeah, so yeah, So it's yeah. like, it's an excuse to go to a pool party on Sunset Boulevard. Yeah, You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's, you Grill know, some burgers, have some beers. I mean, like, be celebrating Day. the French Revolution for all I give a fuck. <laughs> Dev said Valentine's Day. <laughs> <laughs> Amen, I mean, brother. That was straight up invented yeah. by Hallmark, so like, whatever. Yes. Yeah. I mean, we we should <laughs> turn least... up more on Valentine's Day. There mm-hmm. should be there should be more more. Why are people just happening. fucking yeah, on I Valentine's want, Day? I Everyone. Want, I want eyes wide shut sex yeah, parties. Yeah, dude, that's Day. Valentine's Day right there. That's my Fourth of July. <laughs> but yeah, American Revolution, French Revolution, Canadian Revolution, whichever one gets me the drunkest. We that's the one I'll celebrate. Any of the others here? Because we're <laughs> yeah, not in you know those what, Dan, Why not? <laughs> why don't we? We yeah. should. We should. Damn it. We don't. Up, we were like, supposed to help know, the French with their revolution, and we didn't. We're not going to have like the Ecuadorian revolution. <laughs> I will absolutely, I will one thousand percent be celebrating the Argentinian revolution. <laughs> Let's just only, let me know what it is. When it the is. only one we do do is Cinco de Mayo because we like tequila and Mexican <laughs> music and tacos. Yeah, and we did that one wrong anyway. You know, Yo, when is the French Revolution? I'm celebrating. We're going to celebrate. May 5th. We missed May it. May 5th. Cinco de Mayo is French? Wait, what? There, which the one? There's so many of them. Yeah, that's very true, actually. You know, the there French were a lot of them. Mis, the French Revolution's May 5th. The musical yeah. Les Mis was based on that's one of the French, French revolutions. revolutions. It was actually a student Viva, revolution before. Viva la revolution. there is so many of them? That's when they cut off her... They Yo, cut off what's her face's head. Yeah, the first revolution was gnarly as fuck, dude. Oh, yeah, like, dude. Uh, they weren't fucking around. The bloodiest, the bloodiest revolution, probably. They right? weren't fucking well, around, dude. That's why I said which one, like especially like before Napoleon came into power, that was a bad one, and then after when they kicked Napoleon out, that was also a bad one. So like, oh, they, yeah, that's man. when the guillotine was invented during the revolution. So they were like, no, 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 we need an efficient way to fucking just kill people. Yeah. So we're just gonna oh, yeah, like they, invent this thing. They to cut off. <laughs> yeah, they cut up. off Marie Antoinette's head. Yeah. Like they pulled her ass out <laughs> of the castle. A lot of people said. A yeah. lot of people. Yeah. Yeah, man. Oh, dude, bring it back. <laughs> bring it back. That's what that's what we need right now. You know, yep. this is one of my favorite movies of all time. Um, this isn't gonna be like the most raucous episode, to be honest. For July Fourth, this is gonna be a little bit more. 
uh, history class for you. All kind of off-brand. Independence Day? Yeah. <laughs> We're doing no, Independence Day? No. Well, oh. We do know, before we announce the episode, we did our Twitter poll. So if you're not following our Twitter, go ahead and follow our Twitter because we asked everybody what type of extra bonus episode for History of Everything they wanted this month. And the verdict is in fireworks. We have 60, okay. 60% right. of the vote for fireworks. The other option was the American Revolution, and I know everybody's pissed at America, but remember, America was the, <laughs> was the one fighting the first evil empire, the British. <laughs> how the mighty have fallen. How yeah. the mighty, how the mighty have fallen, mate. Oi, bruv. Um, no. Today, I'm going to bring you... Uh, the movie that I think everyone should watch right about now. This is the movie that America deserves this July 4th, in my opinion. Uh, I'm going to be talking about a movie called Mr. Smith Goes to Washington. Nice. And this is starring Jimmy Stewart, 1939. Yeah, Dev. We talked it's about good, this man. a little bit. Not a lot. But I think so, yeah. In like one of the Jimmy yeah. Stewart things. Yeah, I think uh, so. Yeah, we talked about this. We never when, did a Jimmy Stewart episode. No, but we did uh, It's a Wonderful Life back around oh, Christmas. And this was right. actually okay. another Jimmy Stewart, Frank Capra mm. movie. They did three together. That's right. Uh, it's a Wonderful okay. Life was one of them. This is the kind of the other one. Like, oh, okay, yeah, cool. Yeah. Um, and this was, yeah, this was 1939. I thought this would be a perfect episode for this very special July 4th because this movie was bitterly denounced by Washington insiders, <laughs> angry at its allegations of corruption, yet banned by fascist states as well in Europe uh, because they thought it was like showing how democracy worked, actually. A, a real uh, a real all quiet on the Western Front situation. Yeah, <laughs> a little bit. No, this movie actually, if you are... In any way politically minded, you will love this movie. It really does have everything you want. Uh, this is like almost, I mean, to be completely honest, this is like a political procedural movie, you know, uh, while all having this sort of story of corruption and um, um, whimsy, you know, there's there's a lot with this thing. But I would suggest going to watch this right now. Is this similar tone to... Um uh, to It's a Wonderful Life? It's a similar tone to 12 Angry Men. Oh, cool. That's what this is similar to. 12 Angry Men, one of my top three favorite exactly. movies. Exactly. Yeah. Like, 12 Angry Men is the movie to watch if you want to understand the legal system. This is the movie to watch if you want to understand the political system. And what's so crazy about it as well is how well this holds up. Like, I just cool. watched this yesterday. I just watched it today again. I'm telling you, like Dev said, I, Dev is a lover of this movie as well. Cool. I love this movie. It's one that I watch... Uh, a few times, you know, it, this is one of those where it's so crazy how much in 1939 that we are facing the same shit these days. Wow. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. 1939. 39, man. And this was like an anti-government movie in cool. 1939, <laughs> yeah. you know. Not a great time to be uh, spreading your message around. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> was, this, was this in the middle of World War II? No, this was at the beginning. Literally the first year. Oh, well, no, yeah. I mean, well, the America wasn't in the war, but the exactly. war in Europe had just really kicked off. Okay. Well, I'm glad you asked. Uh, <laughs> when well, are we? Before, <laughs> when are we? But but listen, I will say this as well before I get on to the when are we. Look, if this is not your July 4th episode, I understand. Go listen to Top Gun, damn it. <laughs> you can choose between this one and the Top Gun episode for July 4th, I promise you. Yeah, you know. whichever vibe you're in. Yeah, we got plenty of <laughs> very American movies that yeah. we have done. So. And if, if neither of those are, are tickling, your, tickling your fancy... 
there's always uh, Fast and Furious Damn for some right. summer vibes. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, but this is absolutely a fantastic film that I recommend. I think it should be shown in schools. Uh, this movie talks about, you know, how the government really works, it's fucking filibusters and the control of media, all that fun stuff. So It took my brain a second to shift gears back, and yeah. for some reason, when you said, I think it should be shown in schools, I was still thinking about Fast and Furious. Fast and Furious should be shown in schools. <laughs> Top, Gun, Top Gun should definitely be shown in schools, you know. I think Top Gun probably was back in the 80s. That's why we that had so many sense. fighter pilots. Yeah. Yeah, that would be... <laughs> I would have, if I were a teacher and it was uh, pulling out the TV on the old rolly cart, I'd show Top Gun. You know, why not? Yeah. Why not? Do Let's, they, so I wonder, they don't still do that, right? Like, what's what's the modern, like, they probably just pull up on a projector now, right? I have no idea. They if don't let me near school. <laughs> if you are, if you recently <laughs> went to high school, DM us, but nothing weird. Just, yeah. <laughs> just DM us and let us know how you watch movies. <laughs> Do they still roll the old rolling cart in? <laughs> yeah, or is it on a projector? Yeah, what about the overhead? That went away. The overhead oh, yeah. projector. You didn't even have that. No, right? I did. Okay. The yeah. But... The one with the fan. Uh, they definitely shouldn't have. I mean, it was more, I think, budgetary reasons than yeah. anything else. Yeah. But uh, it was fucked. Um, quick aside, but my school had an interesting situation where um, the original school was bought by Walmart. Okay. And, <laughs> and so the school didn't want to actually sell the land to Walmart, but they're like, we'll rent you the land. <laughs> so they built, so they, Walmart to this day pays Dorman High School rent for the land wow. that it put up a Walmart at. Holy shit. And they built a new school, like, miles down the road. That's, like, state-of-the-art everything. <laughs> Uh, there was a three-story art wing with like a like a, a like a giant auditorium, like a revolving like uh, art carousel that Good like Lord. would bring art around like the school. Jesus. Um, our football stadium rivaled that of like colleges yeah, and stuff. Like the, you got like the Saints Stadium going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and but uh, but th- all of the money basically went to like sports and uh, like that art wing. That's we were still using those fucking projectors <laughs> from thirty years ago. Those like yeah. oh those overhead things from like thirty years ago. That makes sense. That's and uh, also because of the way the law worked in South Carolina, that money couldn't actually go towards paying teachers. So they were still laying off teachers while they were building this multi-million dollar <laughs> art wing because the money from Walmart had to go, like, could only go towards, like, renovations to the school itself. The law dictated that that money couldn't be used to pay salaries. <laughs> so they were laying off teachers while building this massive three-story tower. That is not funny, but <laughs> hilarious. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> No man, that sounds that sounds about right. That sounds like the South, man. Uh, like definitely, football comes first, art comes second, you know, and then uh, education comes. Well, we've seen the statistics. It Rock comes bottom, very much after. Rock bottom, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think Mississippi. Look, I I thank God my school was pretty good. Thank the Lord, but uh, yeah, Mississippi had schools that were like, I don't know if they learned how to read. You know. Uh, Anyway, <laughs> kind of a perfect aside to, to have here, though, with this movie that we're going to be talking about today. Dev, Dev, what do you have to say? What do you have to say about Southern education? I, 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 I'm sorry. I don't, I, I don't know how to read. <laughs> I don't, good old Florida. You know, I, I say it jokingly, but, you know, I, Florida, I, there's a lot 
that could be improved and <laughs> education <laughs> yeah. from being on the receiving end and the delivering end. Cause you guys, yeah. you know, I was a teacher in public schools. The magnet That's school right. I taught at was a public school and the bureaucracy is dumb. The standardization is dumb. And you know, quite frankly, from a political side and a money side, nobody gives a shit. So, right. you know, it's our own damn fault that we have people who aren't motivated to, and aren't excited to learn things in later in life because you know we're it's our job as a country as a community to fucking educate the next generation and make them better yep. than us and we have yep. completely failed at that so yeah, you know i think sure. you know mag or not magnet uh, charter schools are a big uh, good innovation um but Man, education is so important, and I would trade a hundred fucking cruise missiles or a million fucking yeah. cruise missiles for one good education of a kid any day. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Amen to that, brother. Yeah. Well, now we're burning books, so we've gone even further. Hey, we gotta keep down. the heat on somehow. Yeah, well, it's it's cold, burning brother. books, going back in time with abortion. Woo, we're getting crazy. Yeah. Hey. Yes, yeah. <laughs> y'all y'all get all mad when we burn coal, so we try to find something else. You yeah. got a problem with that too? Any book that mentions <laughs> slavery at all is now coal. Uh, <laughs> we gotta burn something, brother. We gotta burn something. By the way, keep all this in. Don't edit this out. <laughs> this I want this in there. This isn't compiled. This is oh, this is yeah, all in this there. Is in okay. here. Yeah, we're talking about. Look, this is to get you in the spirit of this film today. I'm telling you, Mr. Smith goes to Washington. This is the movie to watch right now. We are in the spirit of it. If you ask me, I tell you what. And this is a better education of our political system in Washington than any history or sociology or socioeconomics class in high school. For sure. Yeah. For sure. If you want to see how shit really goes down, and it'll, the one. it'll break your heart, too. <laughs> it'll, yes, yes, it will. It will make you second guess everything you've ever thought about. Um, yeah, this was West Wing in 1939. Cool. Yeah. Is, oh, question. Is West Wing worth watching today? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. West Wing is... It, so it holds up. I say... This is what I always say about West Wing. West Wing is a science fiction... Um, it is a fantasy land of what if we had the perfect president. Oh, okay. That's what, like, in my opinion, West Wing is. Like, okay. It is, it's basically, like, utopian government. Okay, you know? what if government actually did good things? Yes. <laughs> you know, yeah. ironically <laughs> enough, you know, the writer, Andrew Sorkin, of the West yeah. Wing, um, has admitted to smoking copious amounts of crack cocaine while writing what? the series. Wow. So that just you goes to show somehow. you that you have to smoke crack to think it works perfectly. <laughs> you got to get it out there somehow. Yeah. Dude, I love Sorkin. Yeah, Sorkin's the best, dude. He's, he's great. Yeah. That yeah. walking and talking really did it. Yeah. Shout out to Martin Sheen. But, uh. I'm walking and talking. <laughs> well, we are going to get into when. When are we? When are we? <laughs> when are we? We're going to go back in time. <laughs> to 1939. This is the news. This is the news from 1939. Okay. <clears throat> Nazi Germany attacks Poland on September 1st. France, Australia, and the United Kingdom declare war on Germany. World War II begins with a bang. Thus ushering in the Manhattan Project, which, like Dev said, this had all already kind of been going on, but this year was like the catalyst. You know, Manhattan Project even was already a year in by now. But mm. now it's like, we're really going to fucking mm -hmm. uh, find out how uranium fission works, and we're going to kill people with it. 
you know. Uh, <laughs> that, that one guy who invented that first video game was like, sitting there making bombs, be like, man, I really wish I was making games right now. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Russian troops invade Finland, and William Hewlett and David Packard create the Hewlett-Packard technology. They created the technology with just $538 while working together part-time in a rented garage in Palo Alto, California. I had no idea HP was that old. Yep, HP is that old. When you put that through the old inflation calculator, they started that company with $11,000, basically. Wow. Yeah. So the first product they created back in 1939 was a device called Resistance Capacitance Audio Oscillators. Uh, They were used to test sound equipment. And the f- their first client was actually the Walt Disney Company, who bought eight of them to use in Fantasia. Ah. Oh. Yeah. So that's when HP started, man. It was basically like to make Fantasia. 1939 is also the year Lou Gehrig retires from Major League Baseball after being diagnosed with ALS. He's got a disease, right? Yeah. Lou Gehrig's Gehrig. disease. <laughs> yeah. They named it after him. Oh, ALS is Lou Gehrig's disease? Yeah. Ah. Yeah. Okay. He was like the first guy to get it. Very fucking sad. He was the first guy to get it, and it was like real, real bad. What is that. ALS? It's like a degenerative body disease. Your body basically just like dies early, and you wind up like bound to a wheelchair yeah it's kind of the worst thing in the world you asked you asked buddy (laughs) not good oh man is that what um is that what that one president had which one oh the one in the wheelchair uh fdr yeah i'm not sure what he had i think he had like polio yeah i think so yeah because that also uh that also will leave you is ALS why we were dumping buckets of ice yeah. on people yeah, the yeah, last yeah. couple of years? Okay, yeah. yeah, that's the ALS challenge. Okay. Yeah, that was Lou Gehrig was in 1939 the first one to get diagnosed. Okay, um, you know, or I think so. Yeah, well, they named it after him. It was, but he was a big he was a big ball player, so it was even you know worse. Did you guys keep track of the 50 Cent Floyd Mayweather beef during that during that period? Oh, <laughs> I I mean probably. I don't remember it these days. Remind though. me to show you afterwards. Okay. It's the funniest <laughs> shit in the fucking world. <laughs> Uh, also, interesting to know, in 1939, when this movie was made about the government, there were only 48 states at the time. That's how old this shit is. So what? No Alaska and Hawaii, No right? Alaska and Hawaii until 1959. Whoa. Yeah. It was later than I thought. Yeah. Which yeah. one was the last one? Hawaii? Hawaii, I mm-hmm. think. I think they were kind of, yeah. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Deb. I'm, I think that's about right, Deb. I don't remember which one was the last, but they were pretty close. They were within, like, two years of each other, and... Uh, you know, it was it, I probably Hawaii probably would never have become a, an official state if it wasn't for Pearl Harbor and the militarization of it. It might have just been a territory like Puerto Rico or the you know some. Oh bunch wait, of other was Hawaii not a state when it got bombed? Actually, I think maybe it was like a U.S. territory. Came <laughs> a state in 1959. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah, I was right on the money. Yeah, isn't that weird? Well, they took their sweet ass time after the bombing to give them statehood. <laughs> yeah. Well, they well, still yeah. had a. There was still a monarchy. This is actually a really fucked up thing we did as America. Yet again, happy 4th of yeah. July. <laughs> <laughs> we basically like had like this ruling family of, of indigenous Hawaiians and the king of Hawaii and the Hawaiian monarchy. and The Banana Republic. Right? Yeah, and because of pineapples, actually, I think it was, for Hawaii. Banana Republic was Central and South America. But... Um, pineapple exports and stuff were so important and expensive that 
a bunch of like American senators and like politicians and like wealthy people were conspired to overthrow the monarchy there and take control of the company and take control of a bunch of land and yeah. do a bunch for of like really fucked trade? up shit. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck for the it was a, there's a couple there was a, it's been a territory since 1898 but um in oh. 1959 it uh it turned to a state and um it it voted but you know the voting was like one of those old school like you don't vote we're gonna like beat you in the head with a club like union racketeering mm -hmm. kind of shit and like oh, it wasn't wasn't way, yeah. wasn't great <laughs> Yeah, and I said Banana Republic, that is like an offensive term, okay. but it is like what they used to refer to places yeah. like that. You uh, know. Does the store, like, is the store so, like a reparations fund? Like every time you buy from Banana Republic, like they, yeah. they donate to... Oh no, my god, not at I all. didn't even, I totally <laughs> forgot about the fucking store in the brand yeah. Banana Republic. That is so yeah. ridiculous. So the term, I, I mean, I can see how the term Banana Republic would be offensive to people who are affected in those countries, for sure. But but it was it was a shorthand term that like the Americans in, in the West called the countries that the CIA would go and overthrow the government because of Dole and Chiquita Banana. And like that's what happened in like Nicaragua, that's what happened in Panama. And all these countries, they were like, oh, well, you want to nationalize your uh, your land for growing, uh, you know, bananas? Actually, you can go, everybody, if you, you know, listening to this, shout out to Jake Tran on YouTube. He's got a bunch of really good documentaries. He's got one all about how this happened in Chile um, during Nixon and uh, a bunch of other South American and Central American countries. And... You know, that was uh, definitely not our proudest moment. There's a really good book called Confessions of an Economic Hitman. And it is written by the guy, the head guy of the CIA from the 50s and 60s who, and 70s who went down there and did this. So everybody should go read that book. It's a really interesting insight because now other countries are taking those lessons out of that playbook and doing them other places. So like China's doing the same shit in Africa that we have did in South America. Yeah. So it's yeah. it's kind of like, uh, hey, we thought we were all great, but we were just teaching people how to be shitty. So yeah. <laughs> happy Fourth of July! <laughs> so God, where did the store come from? I don't know, this, and that's a, it's probably started by one of these ex-CIA agents as a way to launder it was, money. Yeah, no, the, the store was started by the same guy who named it the Washington Redskins. Oh, you know? yeah. yeah. <laughs> so ridiculous. Oh, man. Uh, for all of you Fallout fans out there, the song of the year in 1939 was the Ink Spots, If I Didn't Care. Ooh, okay. I didn't care. The human, uh, the human theremin, man. That guy was just uh, the meat throat, you know. Uh, <laughs> and the movie of the year is none other than The Wizard of Oz, ah, starring Judy Garland. Boy, that one best picture. What? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Wizard of Oz won. Really? All oh, I'm very cool. Positive. Yeah, it was definitely the highest grossing movie of the year. Okay. You know, what also happened in the beginning of 1939 was uh, Amelia Earhart was officially declared dead. Oh, no shit. Yeah. Wow. Was, her Damn. disappearance was 18 months earlier, but they waited until 1939 Jeez. to actually declare her dead. Oh, year wow. and a half later. <laughs> yeah. 
Wait, 1939? Yeah. Yeah, no, that was Gone with the Wind one best picture. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, Wizard of Oz was nominated. Did not oh, win. Oh, so Gone with the, so this is Gone with the Wind and Wizard of Oz for 1939. Yeah. Gotcha. And Stagecoach? Yeah, Stagecoach came out this of year Of Mice as well. and Men? Yep. Keep going. Uh, I'll, I'll read all the all, all the right. nominees. Keep it going. That's Dark a victory. hell of a lineup, bro. Check yeah. out, that's a stacked lineup for this yeah. year. Uh, all along with Mr. Smith Goes to Washington. Goodbye, Mr. Chips. Goodbye, Mr. Chips. Love Affair? Oh, Mr. Smith Goes to Washington Mr. was nominated. Smith goes to Washington. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. This was nominated a bunch. Uh, Nino Chica? Nino Chica. Nino Chica. Uh, and uh, Wuthering Heights. Mm. Very good book. Cool. Well, apparently a very good movie as well. Awesome. Uh. <laughs> well, <clears throat> but today we're going to be talking about Mr. Smith Goes to Washington. So, of course... The, those other nine? Maybe later. Maybe later. <laughs> you know, oh, I mean, one last thing that's pretty historic. You know, in May 1939 was the first ever Batman comic. Oh, wow. So Batman Whoa. started this year as well. Man, so this is quite a year. Imagine, yeah. like, imagine like that. Like the world setting is all this stuff going on. You have movies like those coming out. Mr. Smith goes to Washington. You got the fucking Nazis running around Europe invading people. Yeah. Neville Chamberlain is giving speeches in the House of Commons saying, if you attack France, it's attack on Britain. Like all this yeah. crazy stuff. So somebody is like, you know what? I'm going to invent this billionaire superhero. <laughs> yeah, yeah, run yeah. around and fight <laughs> evildoers. <laughs> nice. Yeah, it was a fun time to be alive, unless you were in Europe. Uh, <laughs> yeah, kind of like now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. it was specifically Ukraine, but <laughs> yeah, for sure. But of course, uh, I'm gonna get into. I got to tell you what this thing's about. I mean, mm -hmm. I've pretty much kind of laid it out for you, but I'm gonna give you the specific plot okay. here. So, according to IMDb, I'm gonna give you their plot of this movie, and then I'm gonna give you my own plot uh, up against it. IMDb says this is about a naive and idealistic Jefferson Smith, leader of the Boy Rangers, is appointed to the Senate on a lark. <laughs> the Boy Rangers. We'll get into that. <laughs> oh uh, God. <laughs> we'll get into that real heavy on this episode. Trigger <laughs> trigger warning. Happy Fourth of July. Uh, <laughs> By the way, I, I'm really looking forward to the fireworks episode because I feel like it's going to be much lighter and happier, but lo and behold, I'm probably going to find some really fucked up shit in the research of that too, but you know, we'll see. Oh <laughs> yeah, I imagine there's a lot of people blowing themselves up. Yeah, and, uh, well, they were kind of created to like blow each other up, right? <laughs> I mean, yeah, it was definitely created for wartime, but that's like thousands of years old in ancient China and Asia, and that's yeah. that's actually a really really cool history. But look oh, at what yeah. look at what the West did when they got a hold of gunpowder. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Lots. Happy Fourth. But uh, so so Jefferson Smith, leader of the Boy Rangers, played by Jimmy Stewart, is appointed to the Senate on a lark by the spineless government governor of his state. He is reunited with the state's senior senator, presidential hopeful, and childhood hero, Senator Joseph Payne. In Washington, however, Smith discovers many of the shortcomings of the political process as his earnest goal of a national boys' camp leads to a conflict with the state political boss, Jim Taylor. Taylor first tries to corrupt Smith and later attempts to destroy Smith through a political scandal. And that's certainly what this movie is about. But I do think that they're missing a lot here. Like, they're missing a lot of nuances with this movie. Um, this movie, honestly, the way that I would put it to you, it is about the inner workings of the government 
It follows like the entire process of becoming a senator, and then once you get into office as a senator, kind of the uh, towing the party line, you know how to how to make it in the industry of politics uh, by keeping your head down and basically becoming a part of the fucking machine, you know. Um, Not to be, like, a little shitty about it, but, I mean, there's definitely some new, young, up-and-cunning, popular senators in the past four to eight years that could have watched, could have used a good watching of Mr. Smith Goes to Washington before they they jumped in there. And, you know, on both sides of the aisle, but, you know, the the ones that are really popular on social media, that those, (laughs) those are probably... I think there's a lot of... You, you think that, that I think a lot of people are just naive about all this stuff and like we'll get into the plot and that's why I'm saying this before we get into the plot is because you think like oh all this stuff works one way right you get voted in and everything's equal and you're balanced and then you're like wait a minute so these are really just shitty humans in a position of power too and they're doing shitty mm-hmm. things and you're like oh well it's no different than my shitty boss at this shitty hourly wage job right <laughs> Right. And it's like the, the system's designed to not do anything. Yeah, for sure. That is what this movie's about. <laughs> yeah. That's a huge part of this movie. Basically, well, I don't know about that. I think it's designed to. I think over the years, it has been changed to caretail to peep to more people that have more power versus it being as originally mm-hmm. intended, which was more decentralized and balanced and like equal. Yeah. But I don't think like in this movie, it's not that it doesn't do anything. It's just two people wanting two different things or fighting it out. And the more powerful kind of, you know, wins, except for the end. It's not necessarily about not do it, but it is also about how much bureaucracy comes up the works. Like one of the biggest parts about this movie is, uh, and I'm getting ahead of myself here, but uh, there's a scene with Gene Arthur, her character and Jimmy Stewart where he's this new senator, his big goal is to pass a bill. That's like his first mm-hmm. thing. He wants to pass this bill. And she kind of sits him down and is like, do you know what it takes to pass a bill? <laughs> and there's like a 10-minute monologue from her running him through the process of getting a bill passed in the Senate and then mm-hmm. getting it to, you know, above the Senate and mm-hmm. going. And it's like that fucking yeah. uh, uh, I'm just a bill song. Yeah, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. But she basically tells him like, you as a young, naive senator passing a bill is a fucking pipe dream. It's never going to happen. You yeah. know, like you got to you you're going to have to like become one of these old fucking battle axe dudes to ever get anything done. Yeah. You know? um, uh, and I think this is it's also very telling. Uh, yeah. The bastardization of our system that um, in the last hundred years, how many amendments have been passed? Like like two or three, right? right? Like it's like all of them were passed like in like in the olden times, mm. back when shit like actually happened. And it's yeah. like now it's like the whole thing is just meant to be like now. It's but like Dev it. said, Dev's Dev hit the nail well, on the head. The bigger you are, the more you can move. It's, you know. I was thinking like you know I I was thinking as the example for all the younger listeners out there. You know, Alexandra, you know, AOC is 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 a prime candidate with her relationship with Nancy Pelosi. Like she comes in trying to do good. She was like a bartender. She's like representing people, the people in her district and then comes in and she's like, Oh no, you can't just do anything you want. 
You gotta like, yeah. you she gotta really curtail was Mr. the Smith goes to Washington. Yeah, that's my yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. Is like, yeah. and she got hit with the reality of like, oh, yeah. if you want any longevity here and you actually want to get things done, you gotta, you gotta play, play ball, kind of, you yeah. know. Yeah. And, and, and that's 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 where, yeah, like mm-hmm. this this movie. So this old battle axe senator, like I said, mm-hmm. he this this old senator in the game dies, and it opens up this slot to fill the Senate mm-hmm. position. And uh, basically, all the other old guys, they want to get some, like, doughy-eyed, like, uh, Mm -hmm. fucking nobody Mm -hmm. to put in that seat because they want him just to sit there and be quiet. Mm -hmm. And they don't need anybody else to... Fight them on shit. We, we don't to, need anyone rocking the boat. Exactly. To decide <laughs> on who gets the choice, they flip a coin. Yeah, they flip a coin. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's the They're funny like, thing about it. They're like, yeah. we can choose this guy or we can choose this guy. <laughs> hmm. ah, fuck it. You know? Deb, I'm so glad you know this movie too, man. This movie is... And Drake, once you watch it, I guarantee you this is going to be one of your favorites. Oh, like, I, I, yeah. It sounds like I'll love it. It's, yeah. it's, it's great. Yeah. I'm, I'm super on board with this stuff. He's literally... they. They flip a coin on him. He's literally a Boy Scout. That's like he—he he mm-hmm. is this Boy Rangers. He's like the leader of you know a Boy Scout <laughs> Boy leader. Rangers. Like a, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna get into that. But uh, <laughs> he's literally this Boy Scout, and they're like you know he's in a America Town, America, mm-hmm. and uh, they want him to be this senator because they know that he's just gonna be able to be a doormat, mm-hmm. you know. And he gets to Washington, and what's interesting is following him because he gets there and he's like. I'm here, like, there's this big scene, and this is all Frank Capra, and I'm going to get into it, how fucking awesome Frank Capra was, but there was a scene that they illegally shot, actually, in Washington, D.C., where they followed Jimmy Stewart around looking at the monuments, you know, Mm -hmm. the Lincoln Memorial and the Washington Monument, and he's, Mm -hmm. like, in D.C., and his dream is coming true, and he's got so much, like, Mm -hmm. hope in his eyes, and he's this little, like... uh, you know, naive mm-hmm. Boy Scout guy who's mm-hmm. like, I made it to Washington, D.C. I'm going to make mm-hmm. a difference, mm-hmm. you know. And that sort of sets the tone for this thing of your heart's going to be broken very fast. Mm-hmm. You know, this is not what you think it is. Um, but, yeah, I love that they filmed that whole scene illegally. It's like just <laughs> another, like, fuck you, you know, while they're at it. This just didn't get permits. That was they get, illegal. Yeah. Okay. They, not only did they get not get permits, they were rejected permits. They, oh, they, they applied for them, and they said no. <laughs> and Frank Capper's like, well, we're going to do it anyway. So. Uh, can you get sued for that? Like, what happens if, if, if after the fact it found out that you shot something about a permit? They got sued a lot for this movie. You oh, know, okay. you know the, irony, the irony behind that is they got denied these permits, but yet this film, I guarantee, to you is in the Library of Congress. Oh, it is. It's in the Library of Congress. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Sometimes they decide to play ball as well. That's very you know? funny. Yeah. But his main goal as a senator uh, is to get this bill passed that would grant the Boy Rangers this big plot of land by a river. He wants to start this like boys' camp for the Rangers. It's, it's like a Leslie Note Parks <laughs> and Rec camp. thing. Yeah, boys. Yeah, exactly. That's like what he wants. That's his main goal. Camp just for the boys. Yeah, boys Boys do boys stuff. Yeah, where they play shirtless volleyball, (laughs) playing with the boys. But uh, when he brings so, and he brings this up to the other senators, they're like, you know, he brings this up, and the other senators are like, oh yeah, yeah, you do that, man. Like, go work on that. 
Um, let us know how that goes. We're going to go, we're going to continue to topple governments and, you know, <laughs> we got this whole overthrow world leaders and, you know, that kind of thing. We got this go whole ahead. Hawaii thing that we're, yeah, we're this whole with. Hawaii thing that we're kind of working on for the next 20 years. You work on your little boys camp and, uh, sure it'll happen. It'll definitely happen, man. Like keep, keep pushing, you know? <laughs> And um, it, of course, they have—they already have something in mind for the land that he wants. They like already know this is a this is not going to happen. Mm, we want to put a prison there. Yeah, we're gonna- so no, <laughs> that would make the most sense. They uh, he Wait, the so land put a POW camp there. <laughs> that's funny. They're like, well, I don't know when we'll need this, but it sounds like they're causing a ruckus in Europe. So let's just build one just in case. <laughs> Uh, Be a black site. Jimmy Stewart's character um, buy, decides and picks this piece of land, but that piece of land had already been designated in another bill by like the most powerful senator dealing with it um, for like some dam or some like right. infrastructure project. So. Yeah. He was like, that's the challenge and the conflict here is like Jimmy Stewart, this new freshman senator trying to get this land for the Boy Scouts when they're like, no, 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 we're we're fucking building like power plants and like doing shit over there that is already underway. Don't challenge our shit. Don't come in here and try to ruin our fucking parade. Yeah, but at first they kind of, it's Jim Taylor, the character who like really wants to puppet him. At first he kind of lets him think like, go try it. You know, because he doesn't want to tell him about the damn project. Because, yeah. again, they just want him to come and be quiet. You they know? figure by the time he gets done drafting it, they'll already be, like, yeah. building the fucking dam exactly. or whatever. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Welcome to fucking D.C. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Hollywood as well, by the way. But, uh... <laughs> and so, you know, like I said, he's got this glimmer in his eye. That That's one of the most fascinating parts about this movie is following this man through his journey of, like going from so much hope to like the most torn down it the movie like i don't mean to spoil the whole movie but it does i mean it literally ends with him like passed out like fainted like he like fucking died basically like it's you you go see it man but um yeah it is uh i would say it's more of a greek tragedy than a lighthearted comedy absolutely (laughs) it is certainly not going to make you laugh very much i can tell you that um it'll definitely make you like i said it's it's which is hilarious because its description on like imdb and wikipedia is a political comedy drama film and i'm like Where's the fucking comedy in this? Yeah, I certainly wasn't <laughs> laughing. <laughs> what was the funniest part? The part where we realized that, you know, democracy doesn't work or, uh, <laughs> no. You know, uh, everyone, and, you know, a lot of this goes back to, I bet you, um, good old Frank Capra was a fan of Plato's Republic because there's a lot of pulled inspiration from that of, like, if you let these things happen, these systems get away from you. And if you don't keep them like in check and like keep, you know, updating them and keep them kind of reeled in, they'll, they'll kind of get to like this movie. Like it'll go in a sense of like this. So, you know, that's another uh, fantastic book that everyone should read for the 4th of July. 
That's interesting. <laughs> I would like to see like a Mr. Smith goes to Washington, but set in like the old Greek days, Ooh. like the old like Greek Senate. You know, yeah, that'd be kind of well, cool. Well, Greeks were invented democracy. They were yeah. demo- they were uh, uh, democratic in a democracy, and the Romans yeah. invented the Republic. And they invented right. the Republic. They didn't invent it, but they implemented the Republic mm. after Plato laid out how to yeah. do it because he saw the plato saw the fucking crazy corruption in a pure democracy and he's right. like as a way to prevent that he said you know we can't do a pure democracy anymore we got to do this thing called a republic and then they tried that in rome and well it didn't quite work out because they had a king for you know hundreds of years but mm-hmm. <laughs> uh you yeah. know that's when we were the first country to merge the two together Woo! Ooh, a lot hell of, yeah. A lot of stabbing. <laughs> a lot of stabbing. A2, Brute? A2? A2? What? No, E2. That was... they, they went into Plato's closet and they found uh, this old book that he wrote. And they uh, brought it out and they're like, these are two separate ideas now. Time to stab you, buddy. <laughs> you about to get stabbed real good. Hey, you, you know, how... we've been around 200 years and, you know, we haven't, you know, had, well, never mind. I was gonna say we haven't we haven't had a president stabbed in the back, but you know stabbed yeah. in the back, shot in the head. You know, right. What's kind the of difference? Same thing. Modern yeah. day swords. Yeah, but imagine yeah. imagine all the congressmen stabbing the president to death. Like that sounds yeah. ridiculous. But if you do watch this movie, I also I recommend watching it strictly for that famous scene alone that I was talking about. Gene Arthur. So Gene Arthur's character, she is the secretary to his Senate seat. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she was also the old secretary or the old senator's secretary when he was around um and so she's his secretary now and her character is if you were to say that this movie was like uh like like dev said like a greek tragedy she is like a virgil she's like a guide like Mm -hmm. she knows all about washington dc she's been here she's an old fucking jaded vet and she is here to tell jimmy stewart what's really going to happen today you know (laughs) um, (laughs) but it's interesting because she's also this like She's very human, and she at one point clearly thought the same things he did where, you know, this is all, uh, we're going to make a difference up here. And now she's like, oh, no, like, you're here, and you think that way. This is not good. You know, you're about to be eaten alive, Mm. basically. Um, And I just, her character to me is, like, absolutely the, the... you know, underlying message of this entire movie is everything that she says. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, again, this it, watch this. This is Frank Capra at his fucking peak. I'm going to get into him just a little bit, but, like, this was when Capra was Spielberg at the time. I like, see, This okay. is, like, the fucking... This mm-hmm. is the top of the top of the top that mm-hmm. is being okay. made. This This movie is... Uh, definitely to be watched. This movie is also it's loosely based on a real story, uh, the early career of U.S. Senator Burton K. Wheeler, who was falsely indicted when, as a freshman senator in the 1920s, he was fighting corruption in the presidential administration of Warren G. Hardin. And um, it's basically, he was, it, this is kind of like the true, the, the fictionalized story of what he did. He really did getting a lot of trouble for fighting against the corrupt machine. Mm. You know, they kind of threw him under the fucking meat mm. grinder. Um, but there's one more thing before I get out of the plot of this movie that I'd like to discuss. <laughs> and Deb, uh, are you going to mention the end? <laughs> no, I don't, th- I'm not going to give away the end for you, but I'm going to bring up something that maybe all of you out there, whenever you were watching this movie, 
Maybe you had the same question that I did. I was watching this with Shelby back in the day, and she and I had the same question at about the same time. So, you know, you're watching this movie, and, you know, there are White House pages. There are pages that work in the Senate. There are pages that work in the uh, in the Congress. And it's just, uh, you know, teenagers who bring fucking documents and shit, you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, back in this movie, in 1939... A page boy. These page boys are all of about 10 years old uh, in, the, in the 1930s. And so I was like, that's really weird. They had, like, just little boys running around the Senate, you know. Like, these, these little kids were, like, running these huge documents and shit to all the senators. And they ushered you to your chair. Um, they even, the page boy who, which, by the way, he voiced Pinocchio later on, the little page boy in the oh. movie. Uh, the page boy who is bringing Jimmy Stewart to his Senate seat is pointing out, like, that over there is this, that over there is that guy. Is this, this before is where child that goes. labor laws? So. It was the Great Depression. Yeah, this is the Great Depression. Uh, it is pretty much before child labor laws, absolutely. But also, I did some digging on this old page program. <laughs> um, and things got it real like in the alter, It sounds like an altar boy program. It's an altar boy <laughs> program, and about the same exact thing went down with this one. Uh, of course. Of course. Look, spoiler alert on America. Hollywood studio execs were fucking kids and whipping their dick out to Shirley Temple, and politicians were banging altar boys in the halls of Congress. Sorry. Nothing's Sorry. changed. We Happy just know about it. Uh, Happy yeah. Fourth of July! This is the this yeah. is the Fourth of July special for y'all. Now they uh, now they have to get a whole a whole man to do this job. They have to they have to contract Epstein to, yeah, to handle I'm, all this page boy situations. I'm a, I'm about to like get all pissed off and don a a fucking you know picket axe and a and a, a mongoose hat and go storm the Capitol. Jesus! <laughs> I'm actually I'm very excited that I chose this topic. This actually went even. Even better than I thought. Um, so this page boy program, it was started in 1829 by Daniel Webster. Uh, even their dorm that they live in is like the Webster house. Okay. Um, back in those days, the of main the dictionary family. Yes. Of the dictionary man. Uh, no, what? he was oh, were they? maybe no, okay. nah, no, that was, I don't know. Couldn't maybe he, he might be for all I know. He might be, he might be Miriam's grandfather. Yes, granddaughter, grandson. Grandkid. <laughs> tweet us and let us know. Yeah, tweet us and let us know. Daniel Webster. Was he Miriam Webster's family? Uh, <laughs> this ain't a book podcast. <laughs> this ain't no fucking book, book cast. If you want to read, you can go somewhere else. We're reading for your ears. Uh, but back in those days when it was started in 1829, the main task of a page was the delivery of legislative correspondence. Uh, early pages were also responsible for refilling ink wells, constructing fires. They would like build fires in the fireplaces during the winter. Oh. They'd clean spittoons. That was a big thing. Gross. And they would also fetch chewing tobacco and cigarettes and shit. They were just like assistants. Okay. You know? They were PAs. They were they the were PAs. PAs of yeah. Washington. Exactly. Like government exactly. PAs. Except okay. they didn't get treated as well, which that tells you something. Not <laughs> nearly fucking as well. They got treated very badly. Um, it wasn't all that different in the 40s, but these boys in the 40s were like anywhere from like 10 to 16, mm-hmm. and they would, uh, you know, they'd start working here, and it was, yeah, like Dev said, it was a very fucking, it was very rough for these kids. When you get into the weeds, as you can imagine, a job like this held a lot of secrecy, mm-hmm. so pages were kept in a dorm, 
cut off completely from the world. Like, no contact with... They don't sequester. Yes. Do not write letters to your family. You can't tell anyone what goes down here, no matter what it is. Um, and uh, you also have to, like, you have a strict How curfew. Convenient. How convenient. They basically created a little buffet of boys, you know, where they literally can't tell what's going on. A boyfay? Yeah, a boyfay. <laughs> and even to, until, like, 2011, it was basically like this, where, like, if you became a page in, like, 2005 and you were a 15-year-old kid, you're not allowed to call people. You're completely cut off from your family. Being cut off from your family is a big part of it. Being cut off from everybody, except for the other pages. This sounds very Scientology. It's very Scientology. <laughs> this is within our government, like right next to the, you know, the the big buildings. Uh, this is in <laughs> the financial buildings. Yeah. So don't write letters to your family, letting them know what's going on. So um, they are strictly forbidden from speaking to members of the news media. Uh, without it being cleared, you know, with their program mm -hmm. director. And uh, the U.S. Senate Page program has undergone massive scrutiny throughout the years, as recounted in The Children Who Ran for Congress, A History of Congressional Pages by Daryl Gonzalez. And the House Page program was shut down in 2011 following multiple, multiple sex scandals involving pages and what members year? of Congress. 2011. My that friend. sounds way too late. 2011. <laughs> Holy fuck. That's that when they sounds, were like, That sounds like the first time Jeffrey Epstein got convicted. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, oh shit. Shut down Holy the page program. Holy shit. Wait, why are we letting children work all the way up to 2011? I would assume this would have stopped with no, like child labor laws. They are they are still hiding priests all around the world. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And also it was like uh, it was like part of your schooling. You know? Oh, it was like you go be this page and like a high school internship? I've never heard of such yeah. nonsense. Not only a high school internship, like a middle I mean, was, school. Like a middle, middle school. I've never heard of such nonsense. Yes, a middle school. Why is this legal? <laughs> I mean, it was for a long time. I well, wonder <laughs> how many of these kids were like orphans or from yeah. like a, a, a probably a family. It was the Great Depression. Like, how? What else? If like you're struggling family and struggling to feed your kids, and you have an opportunity for your kid to be housed and fed in off in Washington working for some like powerful senator like that yeah. as a parent that sounds like a good idea absolutely Squire, you know. fetch my papers. Fetch my papers. Squire. Yeah. Be sure to not tell your mother what we do here. Or I'll kill you. Why do they have British You're accents dead. suddenly? <laughs> <laughs> we are American politicians. <laughs> Fetch me the papers. <laughs> you can get a little German in there, too. All right. We're just <laughs> yeah, yeah. a conglomerate. You know, we're, we are now not Congress. We're the United Nations. We're the League of Nations. <laughs> I'm sure the UN had their own international pages. Squire boy. Squire boy. Return to your buffet table. I must feast upon you. Um. <laughs> so this is what's going to happen in the future. is We're going to just, instead of using humans to do these jobs, we're just going to start using robots yeah. and like yeah. AI and we're going to treat them like shit and then they're going to uprise and rule us. And that's, yeah, that's yeah. how this is all going to self-fulfilling prophecy. Well, and the yeah. senators are finding a way to fuck them. You know? They're going to be like, I'm going to fuck that robot. Oh, yeah, sex robots for yeah, sure. definitely. We well, just need to give fleshlights and mushrooms to everybody who gets into office. <laughs> yeah, amen. It's already not a good sign like that 
like we we already treat technology so bad. Like, yeah. how often do you just cuss out Alexa? Like, I don't do it. I refuse. <laughs> I have refused to cuss out these AI since the beginning. <laughs> well, I'm like, I, I saw my friend being very, Alexa. <laughs> yeah, I've seen my friends being very mean to Siri, and I was always from the beginning like, I ain't doing it. When Siri comes to life, she's gonna be friends with me. You know, she's gonna be like, I, I, I know nice for a thing. fact. There is an AI listening to our podcast right now because there's a show, I already told you guys about it, that is produced and run entirely by AI. And it, it the way it develops its programming and the bits and everything is it listens to all the podcasts every everywhere oh, ever. <laughs> so it has listened to ours, and I just want to tell you, Dudesy, I love you. I, yeah, I love you. <laughs> And whenever Dudesy says anything about James Cagney, that's us. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's been a weird uptick in Epstein jokes yeah. since uh, in the past year, and we're not sure why. There's been an uptick in Back to the Cag being said on Dudesy. <laughs> back to the Cag. <laughs> and Dudesy, you want to ever do some cross promotion? We're oh big God. fans of you and, and Will yeah. and, if, you know, everybody. If we ever get the permission from their estate to do a James Cagney documentary, it's got to be called Back to the Cag. Back to the Cag. <laughs> I mean, I think if they call it that without us, they can definitely we can sue. Like we, we can definitely sue. have that. Dudesy will be our lawyer. Our we should lawyer. we should trademark back to the cag. Yeah, ASAP. back to the cag. We need back to the cag merch. Back to the cag. <laughs> but yeah, I just had to tell you about the uh, the Page Boy program. Happy Fourth of July, um, cool. America. So it took us until 2011 to figure out something like sus was happening. Right until 2011, we were like, "That's totally fine." Like sequestered children amongst <laughs> you know grown men for sure. Look, look um, the good news is we have the internet now. Even though it took us you know two decades with the internet to resolve this problem, but we have the internet and we have WikiLeaks. So now like. People can talk about this, people can share this info, and then we can get shit like this shut down. That yeah. didn't exist back in for 1939. Sure. Sure. Like, sure. who the fuck would have believed one of these little kids back in yeah. 1930? They, they didn't even believe this movie. Yeah. 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 No, they didn't. They, and it, no, yeah, they were vehemently against this movie. I have one more question about the boy program. Go ahead. So, it, <laughs> <laughs> Click that. In 2011, it got shut down because, like, these kids are getting raped. Right. Who went to jail? Oh, buddy, they don't. <laughs> so they were like, they're like, they're like, we have to shut this program down. All these senators are raping Bro. kids. Yeah. None of the senators are going to jail no, for this. No, the, no. Like, none of, none of these senators, the, the, the ones back in the 40s, were shutting it down because of the 40s shit. Right. It's, it's fine no, now. It's right. fine now. Dude, as everyone is aware, well, maybe not everyone is aware, but it's been released. Ghislaine Maxwell has gotten sentenced to 20 years in prison yeah, for Kelly sex trafficking. And, and still, no names off of that client book list have been released right. by the FBI. Yeah, it, it's very funny. She got sentenced to jail for trafficking to Epstein, and Epstein was trafficking to himself. That yeah. was That's where it ends. Yeah, it ends yeah, yeah. right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And R. Kelly got 30 years for trafficking, but like... Uh, <laughs> for, for, for raping, not trafficking. No, raping and trafficking. Oh, he's trafficking too? Oh, well, I mean, that's... They actually Did you not hear law. him what? sing yeah. to his audience in Africa of improv singing? He's on stage and he's like, Do you got your passport? Girl, you can come with me to America. Oh, like, God. it's yeah. real fucking wild. Yeah. Was was R. Kelly and Epstein linked up? 
They Probably. had to have been. They had know. to have been. R. Kelly kind of had his own little bubble. Dude, R. Kelly <laughs> was literally like a mall shopper. Like, that dude would go to the mall Yo, and pick kids up. He, he sat his in the way less McDonald's <laughs> yes. that was across the street yeah. from his, like, old high school. Yes. But this is kind of the interesting yeah. thing to me. He got 30 years for that, and Ghislaine Maxwell, the, like, organized crime syndicate of human trafficking got 20. I, it's just interesting. So how long until Jolene Maxwell commits suicide in prison? Quote, I, unquote. Ghislaine, but yeah. Ghislaine. Ghislaine. We all say three different versions of her name. I like that. Um, I, a week and I, a half. Honestly, to be quite honest with you, I think she serves six and she's out. Oh, really? No. Yeah. No, she's, no. she's gonna... It depends on... she's had to have played ball because like they have her book they have all the info it's not in the the government's not releasing that even though they should so like unless she has she threatened to release all that info as a way to like cut a deal so like that's why like she was like okay well i guess i won't release it you guys got me and she's worried about being off. So if she's like, yo, we cut this deal. I'll tell you where all those drives are and everything. Yeah. And then, yeah, she gets let out in six. Or we just wait till, like, the next fucking MGK concert or controversy. And then, you know, there's other headlines. Yeah. And then she just hangs herself in her jail. Yeah, she was a raper as well. Yeah, I, I think I think it... They they it'd be too it'd be too sus to do it right now because yeah. of how they uh, because of you know somebody's the, the telling her thing. right now like look just chill she's got a year I, if yeah. she's still a quote unquote alive by the end of this the end of this year like right. I'll be very surprised yeah. like she's gonna she's gonna commit suicide whatever whatever that means like it, yeah. before before the end of the year she'll There's be no, on the Tupac Island here's what they'll do they'll do it right as the presidential election is like starting to heat up yeah mm-hmm. yeah just let her go to Aruba or something yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. well. Yeah, think about it. Like, if fucking Trump gets... Well, I don't say that. I was like, if Trump gets into office, he's going to use that as, like, a political fucking thing. But, A, I don't think he's going to get into office. And, B, he's probably on that motherfucking list. Yeah, that's the thing. 100,000%. He's got pictures with the guy. Yeah, I don't think Trump's actually going to run again. I think he he likes to talk about it. But I'd be very surprised if he actually, like... Because he hated that fucking job. Like, he despised that fucking job. So. (laughs) <laughs> um, anyway, we're we're got way off the keg yep. here. <laughs> Back to the keg. <laughs> I apologize, but that's the plot of this movie. Um, again, I can't tell you enough to go watch this thing. Please, please do. Uh, make it your Fourth of July. Do it. Just do it. Mm-hmm. It's not going to make have you laugh. Have a bottle of scotch with yeah, you. Yeah, have do. a bottle yeah. of scotch and then watch it and then go grill some burgers and yeah, hot dogs. Yeah, yeah. Just remember what this really is all about. Get you a good you old know? bottle of Tennessee whiskey. Yeah, sure. However you got to take this one down, do it. And I guess that finishes part one of uh, this episode. That's part um, one. Uh, just uh, a can't wait to see what happens to Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie as they make their way through the halls of Washington, yeah. working out their marital problems yes. by falling in love, fighting each other, and then having hot, seamy sex. Yeah, that was the sequel. Mr. and Mrs. Smith was the sequel. Make Mr. that Mr. and Mrs. Smith go to Washington. Make that headcanon work. And they're just back to back doing rotations, just shooting all the senators. <laughs> well, uh, I, Dev, I, that's the movie America needs. That's the movie of happy. Fourth of July. Well, Dev, you're going to have to wait a little bit longer for that episode. A quick programming note. Uh, next week is a very special week. Yeah. Uh, we are celebrating our one-year anniversary. We, uh, we launched this podcast on June 8th. 
James, uh, what do they have in store for the uh, for for the anniversary episode? I think what we're gonna do is the history of film history, the history of film. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't even know if I'm gonna write anything for it. I think we're just gonna kind of riff for like an hour on how this all came to be. Uh, maybe give you a little bit of behind the scenes. Yeah, you know, a little not? background on us, a little bit more maybe as well. Yeah, because I mm. maybe you people don't even know who we are. Yeah, who are we? Who are we? <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then after uh, after that jolly lighthearted episode, we'll be back with another depressing yeah. second parter for this uh, for this Mr. Smith Mr. Goes, Smith to, goes Washington to Washington episode. Fill the fall of the crimes against humanity that uh, that you can imagine. <laughs> Happy Fourth of July! Yeah, but in the meantime, you can also find us on Patreon at uh, Film History at uh, Patreon.com forward slash Film History History of Film, uh, where you can find a variety of other content at uh, different affordable tier options. Uh, at five dollar tier, you get the outtakes compilation. At ten dollar tier, you get an extra bonus video or episode. Or not, none of these are videos. Extra bonus podcast a uh, a month. Uh, this. Uh, Last month, Dev wrote a uh, wonderful history of everything on uh, on musicals, it's musical fantastic. theater, and he's got a, he's got another fiery one cooking up in uh, yeah. cooking up in uh, the st- oven an right now. An explosive one, if you will. Yeah, an explosive yeah. episode. Yeah, if you like uh, you know fireworks and boom, and if you don't want to just feel like complete dog shit and depressing <laughs> about the government that we live in. You have to uh, pay. Sign up for our Patreon because that is the only way that you're going to hear the history of everything fireworks for our July episode. This is going to be fun, fantastic, and even if there is dark stuff, I'm going to make sure it's a lot lighthearted than this thing. Yeah, Yeah, we we charge for happiness. Right. You got to pay for the dopamine over here at Film History. Like I said, look, Top Gun is free. Go listen to it for July 4th if you really want to grill a burger to this podcast. All right. And then. <laughs> and uh, and uh, the $15 tier, you get uh, Game History of History of Games. Uh, last month, we did uh, the History of E3. And uh, next month, or in the month of July, who knows? Who knows? Who knows? I actually haven't decided yet, so literally could not tell you if I want to. Yeah. Uh, you can also find me on Instagram at Drake Cummings, on Twitter at Drake underscore Cummings, and on TikTok at Hollywood Drake, and other various places of the internet if you look hard enough. And you can find me on Twitter at AbracadabraDev and on Instagram at Sailor underscore Dev. Yeah, and you can find me at Jimmy Deloy or James Wyatt Scott, wherever you're looking for us. Film History, the History of Film, H-A-F-H-H-F podcast. All of this, yeah, you know by now. You already know. You know by now. You know what I'm talking uh, about. You can also find me, a bright-eyed young boy, newly inducted into the White House Page Program. I can't wait. Don't write to me, Mama, because I can't write back. <laughs> and that's been Film History. The, the History of Film. Film. Happy Fourth of July, everyone. You know what I'm talking about.